Escape to summer with Victoria's Secret's just-arrived collection of swim and other sun-ready silhouettes. Pack your bags with new styles from the very sexy collection, like the made-to-be-seen very sexy push-up bra and on-trend hues like green, citron, and black shine. Rewind to the future with the VS Archive Swim Collection, inspired by Victoria's Secret's classic looks from the 90s and early 2000s. Plus, mix and match with their wide range of bikini tops and bottoms to find your dream suit. Shop now at your closest Victoria's Secret store or online at victoriassecret.com. Time is running out to save on your Disney summer vacation. It's Danielle, and if you want to score adult tickets at child prices, you need UndercoverTourist.com. They're an authorized seller of Disney tickets to both Walt Disney World and Disneyland. These are the real deal. They link to the official Disney app so you can add on Genie Plus and Lightning Lane upgrades easy. I am so excited for you to save at UndercoverTourist.com. They have a best price guarantee. The magic awaits at UndercoverTourist.com. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. America, we are endowed by our creator with certain unalienable rights, life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. At Grand Canyon University, we believe in equal opportunity, and the American dream starts with purpose. By honoring your career calling, you impact your family, your friends, and your community. The pursuit to serve others is yours. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Private. Christian. Affordable. Visit gcu.edu. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. So if you're hiring, do you really know where to post your job to find the best candidates? If you post your job in just one place, you're not going to find quality candidates. But if you want to find the perfect hire, you need to post your job in all the top job sites. And now you can with ZipRecruiter.com. ZipRecruiter.com posts your job to 100-plus job sites, including social media networks like Facebook and Twitter, all with a single click. You can find candidates in any city or industry nationwide. Just post once and watch your qualified candidates roll into ZipRecruiter's easy to use interface so you don't have to juggle emails and calls to your office you quickly screen candidates you rate them and you hire the right person faster so find out today why zip recruiter has been used by fortune 100 companies and thousands of small and medium-sized businesses and now my listeners can post jobs on zip recruiter for free just by going to ZipRecruiter.com 15 so if you want to hire you want the best candidates do this go to ZipRecruiter.com 15 Try it for free. You'll see what I'm talking about. ZipRecruiter.com slash 15. Two, three, four. What would you talk about on your uh, on your podcast? Five, seven, eight. Hello, ladies. Nine, seven, eleven. Elvis Duran presents. Twelve, thirteen, fourteen. The 15-minute morning show. You know, I was just thinking. Yeah. We've got the brain trust other than Elvis. 
yeah. sitting here at the mics because everybody else, well, they said, F it. We're not sticking around for the podcast on yeah, Friday. It's Friday. Yeah, they bailed. So uh, we are the masterminds. I think combined we have, what, over 60 years of radio experience? Yeah. yeah, yeah. We do, yeah. Yeah, so, yeah it's Brody uh, and Nate. And, and Scary Jones. And yeah. yeah. So, yeah, that, that's pretty much, I don't think we've done the podcast, the three of us, ever. And you, you looked around the room, you said, like, hmm, what do the three of us have in common? We're and, doing the podcast today. Yeah, there's that. <laughs> I know this one. Uh, and then we were like, wait a second. We all have the word producer in yeah. our title. Mm-hmm. I mean, producer's a big word when you really kind of consider what we do. I got to be could honest. Be, what? When, when, I, when I meet listeners a lot and I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm one of the executive producers on the show. They're like, what's that? It's <laughs> right. so true, though. Really, you, the word producer, usually, and, and in several mediums, as I think we were about to say, it yeah. has different, it has different connotations yeah. and different, you know, uh, rules of of the job, right? Well, so, uh, you know, radio producers, uh, what we do is we provide the means and the legwork, I guess, to do a radio show for hosts. Yeah. Uh, you know, TV shows, for instance, TV shows and movies, executive producer means something different. Usually Completely it's just- Completely different. You put up the money for the movie or something That's like that. Right. A lot of people get executive producer credit right. on a right. movie and because you put up the money. Like when Steven like, Spielberg executive produces a movie, he had nothing to do with yeah. it. Right. And he didn't have anything to do with the writing, the special effects. You go, oh, Steven Spielberg. No. And no. SNL, Lorne Michaels, these days as executive producer, no, no, he, he did, had a lot of hands on, but these days- when he just kind of stands there in between commercial breaks, you know, when they come back. Well, he doesn't run the day to day, minute by minute of the actual broadcast. Right, he stands there, but and he, he oversees makes, who's makes, on the show. Make sure the set looks good. Like he's kind of like a like a broad stroke right. person. By the way, shout out to Bobby Moynihan. It's his last show tomorrow. Oh right, shout out. Nine years. Uh, I love that character. <laughs> But anyway, as we were saying, and a lot of morning shows have one executive producer, in fact, or just one producer. Period. Or sometimes the co- the host of the show is the executive producer. Well, when Scary and I started, one of our co-hosts at the time, Elliot, was the executive producer. Mm-hmm. Yes. Because there weren't enough people on the show, no budget. Right. They made him do it himself. But this show is so massive, it needs three producers. Yeah. Well, there's like six producers, but everyone's here called a producer. But there's only three executive producers, and Nate's the senior executive producer. And yeah. then there's like, you know, producer Sam. Everyone's got producer in the name, but it's not, it's a different yeah. job. So yeah. does that mean that because Nate has the word senior in front of his word executive producer, does that mean he gets uh, belted with all the rest of the bullshit? <laughs> well, he gets the crap. I get the crap. You get the, you kind of, it really, I, I sometimes I do feel bad for well, you. You used to get it. You used to get it. Brody yeah. used to get it. Oh. It's, it's kind of the, you're the filter between a lot of different, what I do, I'm the filter between uh, sales and promotions, uh, listeners. You you can handle uh, kind of the brunt a lot of, of the, the complaints. Yeah, well, I the cause complaints. them. So. Yeah, oh, you do. <laughs> yeah. uh, no, and, yeah. we, we just we just handle everything, and we're the filter. Whether it's to uh, all of those places I just described, or to Elvis, or Danielle, or Bethany, or the rest of the staff. Right. If I, you read the Steve Harvey memo last week, <laughs> he wrote that letter to the the the, the us of his show. Yeah. Yes. Not to bother him and to filter out everything. So. Because it's so difficult to host a show, whether you're Jimmy Fallon or Stephen Colbert or Elvis or or Howard Stern, in order to focus your energy and your thoughts on creating a show every day, you can't get bogged down with who wants to advertise, who wants to run a commercial, who wants to talk to him for five minutes. It's impossible to do both. And so there's like 
I think if we typed up a list of what we do that would bore our listeners, actually, like 15 pages of what we do yeah. so that he doesn't have to worry about it. Yeah. It's funny. I don't even realize the things that I do every day. Do you guys? Yeah, like, you do I, it so I, long. I don't until they say, write a review, your annual review, and list what you do. Yeah. And you go, holy crap, I'm not getting paid enough. Yeah. It's it's like, you know, Scary and I, we're looking at the clocks, seeing what audio elements are in there, and that's primarily Scary's right. job. Uh, we're going through texts. We're mm-hmm. trying to communicate with other people in other studios. We're trying to figure out who's getting on the phone, who's right. texting in that we can call back. I mean, a million so, yeah, things. During what? the show, like, during the show, we kind of have these overlapping and w- different things. We're all trying to help each other out. I suppose is the best way. But but Nate, oh, as soon as a guest comes in, then Nate has to be kind of like the greeter and the welcomer, yeah. and he's got to make sure that the guest and the guests. People, what do yeah. they want to talk the about? What do they not want to talk about? What kind of mood are they in? How does their voice sound this morning? Mm-hmm. Right. What kind of night did they have the night before? Mm-hmm. Yeah. What you know? What do we need to tell them not to say on the radio today? Yeah. You, you do know? kind of a pre-interview prior to the interview. Right. You figure out a couple of things uh, that they want to talk about that aren't on the the prep sheet. You know, right. I mean, they're going to talk about their yeah, song. You can look music. on Wikipedia and write yeah. up what, but you need to know. Hey, they really want to talk about the fact they work with Ed Sheeran on this album, mm-hmm. but they'd rather not talk about the girl they're dating. Yeah. So, and while all this is going on, while Elvis is trying to paint a picture, I'm trying to sit there thinking about, hmm, what kind? How can I uh, add to this with audio? Can I put some fun sound in there? Is there a good music bed? Um, you know, and I'll just stand there. Actually, I do the least of the three of us. No, actually, you have to. No. <laughs> oh no, scary walk. Out of the room yesterday, oh, and it God. was mayhem. Mayhem. If what? you leave for five, it's like it's like leaving a baby on <laughs> on a, the ledge on, on the ledge. On the ledge. <laughs> like that's basically that what, what like you did. Right. Leave- if the baby sits there, it looks like you're not doing anything. I never <laughs> leave the room. Yeah. But I had to leave the room yesterday during while we were on it's the like air. You're leaving a baby sitting on a bar stool. I mean, that thing is going to come <laughs> flying off. That's basically what you do. And you also probably have the hardest job. You have to read Elvis's mind before he even knows what's going to be in his mind. That's correct. Yeah, I, I'm always anticipating Elvis's right. next Elvis move. Elvis will say, you know what? I was at a street fair the other day, and Scary knows it was an Italian one, so he gets the Italian music. Yeah, and actually, that's a little behind the scenes. If anybody's listening, they hear Elvis do this. Yeah, you know, I was... Uh I was on the, uh, you know, I was on the street and I heard this Italian music, and, and all that's, of a sudden, that's, dun, 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 yeah, dun, dun, you hear you hear him move away from the microphone. He's getting <laughs> Scary's attention. Because yeah. Scary's eating or listening to Howard, <laughs> or Scary's looking already, <laughs> right, right? Right. A lot and, of times I'm facing the. But other you'll way. hear Elvis move yeah. away, and yeah. it's because he's turning to Scary. So, and and by the way, just on that note, I do have a computer full of millions of sound effects and songs and things and all you gotta you know we kind of pull up a search for that stuff right but the thing about Skiri is he's so hyper focused on one thing whatever the one thing is but that's my downfall too right so 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 he'll be sometimes Skiri's staring at the computer to make sure that everything's where it should be and that all the things are gonna fire at the same time or where they should he gets so focused that when Elvis starts talking about the Italian festival Scary didn't hear it. So Nate, who's about seven feet away, starts waving his arms. I will take a piece of paper, crumple up, and throw it at him. To get it. He goes, what, 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 what? Like, like you just woke someone up from yep. a deep sleep. I go, Italian music. Oh, that's <laughs> exactly Garrett, right. I just walked in with Danielle. And by the way. Why is it a boys club? What are you talking well, about? Well, no, we're, we're just talking about how uh, we're the backbones of the show. And Danielle just comes in here and we prop her up. Yeah. What, really? You are the backbones of the show. And Do you want to? Hey, should I tell you what to tell him right now? <laughs> I'm going to tell you to shove it up your ass. Oh, wow. that came from her, by the way. Just her. That was. I didn't have to tell. Her we about. were talking about all of the things we do behind the scenes. Everything seems well. I wouldn't say it seems seamless or sounds seamless when we're doing you the know show. What, though? You, it 
is funny that the three producers were doing the the podcast. And I'll I'll be you want me to be the totally best produced honest? podcast ever. I'll be totally honest. If Scary left tomorrow, Elvis wouldn't know what to do with himself. He could not do the show without Scary. Yeah. Oh come 100%. on, you give me way too much 100%. credit. One hundred percent. Nate does so much behind the scenes that you have no friggin' idea. He's constantly running around. He protects all of us from the craziness, and he. It's like our go-between for a lot of things, and he keeps Elvis on track with timing. And Brody, half the funny shit that comes out of my mouth is comes. Brody writes it on a piece of paper, and seventy-five percent of the funny shit that comes me. out of Elvis's mouth. Right. So, uh, so Brody is like one of you know. I mean, he. Uh, this, uh, Come on, stop! I wrote topic train today. So um, then, uh, <laughs> <laughs> the three interesting really? things, though, about these guys, Danielle, I think yeah. you can notice is just like when a president goes in for his first day versus his last day as president, you can see the aging process. So I could see the aging process oh, on God. all three of these guys. Oh yeah, poor Nate. At, uh, over, over time. <laughs> Wait, you're telling me that I look old? Well, well yeah. we're just yeah. talking about Bobby Moynihan. Your hair right? hasn't changed since '96. If that means you have David Schwimmer, so we're all good. <laughs> How much time's left on this? Uh, too much. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, so being being a producer is usually followed by, oh, you you produce the show. Uh, have you met Elvis? Yeah. Or they'll go, do you know Greg T? Yeah. They'll go, so where are you when the show's going on? Uh-huh. Right within three feet of Elvis. Right. We all are. You're in there? So what do you do? I <laughs> yeah. just, I don't know. And it's I just, funny. Like, we all have people that listen for us. Right. Right? There's they might enjoy thing. the show, but, you know, whether it's Danielle's mom, Garrett's wife. I mean, they they hope right. to listen to you. My mom knows the seven words per show. I see. I heard you. <laughs> yeah. I heard you say Hanukkah, and I heard you say baseball. <laughs> they were so funny. Yeah. So I remember talking to my mom, and she's like, well, why aren't you on the show more? I go, well, Mom, I'm a producer. I'm doing more stuff right. as the show is going on. She goes, well, I, I don't know if I want to really listen unless you're on it. Oh, <laughs> oh my God. That's such a mom. Yeah. I know. Yeah. Mom saying, I listen for you. This podcast has given us as producers an opportunity to talk more. Yeah. And we do, we have gotten a lot of tweets, all of us going, hey, you're, you're, you know, you, you're good at talking. You're okay. How come you don't talk on the, I don't right. have an answer for that. Except that's not our job. We have yeah. so much to do. We actually don't have yeah, time. I mean, we all contribute where we can. Yeah, when Elvis wants us to talk, we talk. We have, right, we have we're, other jobs. Right. Where, where Danielle's job is 100% to talk. Nobody right. asked Bethany and Danielle how come they're not grabbing sound effects. Yeah. Oh. Because that's not their role. You wouldn't want me to, because you. I would. The, the, I keep thinking if you had me run the board, with the we'd be off the air because I wouldn't okay. know what the hell. Danielle, how long have you been at the radio station? Uh, listen to me. I, <laughs> I'll tell you something. In college, I ran a great board. I ran a tight yeah. board. Yeah. But once I left college and I came here, nobody asked me to do it, so I didn't stick up, stick to it. And then somebody once told me. Don't learn to run the board. And I said, why? Because then they'll make you do it. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> so I said, true. okay, and I never learned to so run the yeah, board. 22 years. You've been here for as long as I have. 20 and, and Brody, and, yeah. and 22 years, and you haven't. I think I think you started before Bill Clinton's second term don't, as president. So if, if, you if still can't switched, run the board. If I sat where you sit right now and you come over here, would you I know think, if you could it, do it? it? I think you could I do it. I don't think I could. I think you could. But there's nothing to do except stand yeah. there. No, that's not gonna help. My, that's my, why I think she could do my it. My favorite is when Danielle's getting ready to do a phone tap and she'll go, listen, this guy's on a lunch break. You gotta hurry. I gotta set the board up. I go, set the board up. I don't know how to set the board up. Do, oh, do you no. remember when Danielle did that awesome phone tap and then you go to listen to it? She didn't record the caller? together we tag team he helps me be funny so Garrett was Garrett put the board on and we didn't push a button look we. Yeah. Well, maybe, maybe you yeah. can call the guy Danielle, back and fool Danielle him again. Danielle said, "Scary, when you take this home to edit it, 
you are gonna love it. You, this is the best phone tap ever. And I'm like, right? really? So I, I, I still I, think it's gonna be funny I if go, we just play Danielle's reaction. And we don't play the other caller. I go to listen to it. And that would it be was, funny. Phone tap's gone bad. It was really just Danielle's track. It's you know, on two tracks. In fairness, the caller's track was never recorded. In fairness, I did that once. But I mean, I, I just started. I, I was, I, as some of you may know, I, I started doing the prank phone calls before anyone else. And then they caught on him. Everybody did him. So I was doing it myself in the studio, and I didn't know how to. I, I didn't know the button to push for something. And I recorded a great prank phone call on a guy. Um, I told him that uh, he was going to be. He was had been in for jury duty, and I called him and I said, "You're going to be sequestered. You're on a murder trial." And he said, "No, no, it's a it's a traffic thing. I'm going." I said, "Nope, we moved you up. You're on a murder trial. You're going to be sequestered for three months. It's Jimmy the Weasel. Have you heard of him? <laughs> no. Oh, he killed seventy three people, and oh I had the guy. The guy was terrified. It was great. And then it, it, I was like, "Yes, this was great. It was so good." And it, he, I didn't hit the record button. <laughs> my, my, my favorite Danielle story, and I fall for it every time. She goes into the studio, is about to record a phone call. And then she goes, can you dial the phone for me? Wait, and, what? And, and I go, I go, sh- sure. And then after I dial the phone, I go, Danielle knows how to dial a phone. No, I know how to dial a phone, but I don't know how to put them on hold without hanging up on each of them. Like, if I put one on hold. It's and the then button I, that says hold. I, I, I fall for it every time. But then I will go to put the other person on hold, and then I'll hang up on the other person. It's terrible. I don't, just now, I was in there recording commercials, and I'm like pushing buttons, and I'm like, Josh, could you come and help oh, me? Because he turns it on. Okay. Because and Josh, bring it, I don't know which buttons to push. To bring it full circle, this is why this show has three executive producers. <laughs> yes. Because we're a mess. To handle everybody. In we fact, maybe a fourth one would be in order. Yeah. It might be. Oh, and that's another thing. one for While Danielle. everybody is out playing, having a great time, I go home at night and I take everybody's phone taps and everybody who tries a phone tap and I edit it down to what a, a listenable length because sometimes we get 15 30 45 minutes of audio mm-hmm. and you know because we don't know how long oh, they it's hang off to, they to, won't to, answer yeah. the phone again them. so all that stuff is cut out we should do a whole expose on on the phone taps on one of these yeah. podcasts and talk about how many fail and how many you know how long it takes to actually sometimes we have to do them over two or three days because you can't get the person back on the phone i have one that was the best one i've ever done and it was about a girl who was working at Hooters, and I called to tell her that her uniform was in, and her dad answered the phone, and I said, oh, da-da-da. he's like, he he was amazing. He, remember, Scary, you remember this. Yep. He said that if we played that phone tap, that he would come and basically kill us. Yeah, so, <laughs> guess what? We tried to give him money. Yeah. We tried everything, and he's just like, no. And so this phone tap will never see the light of day, and yep. it was so just good. Like, yep, it'll be just like the one that Brody did. Where he didn't hit the record button. Or Danielle. Never ever. Oh, the guy who threatened to kill me. Yeah, Yeah. there's that. Oh my God, we got a whole show on that. (laughs) See you Monday. That's daily. The 15 Minute Morning Show. Time is running out to save on your Disney summer vacation. It's Danielle, and if you want to score adult tickets at child prices, you need UndercoverTourist.com. They're an authorized seller of Disney tickets to both Walt Disney World and Disneyland. These are the real deal. They link to the official Disney app so you can add on Genie Plus and Lightning Lane upgrades easy. I am so excited for you to save at UndercoverTourist.com. They have a best price guarantee. The magic awaits at UndercoverTourist.com. 
Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to the Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Elevation with Stephen Furtick podcast was created with you in mind. This is a podcast for those feeling discouraged or needing guidance from God. Together in this podcast, we'll dive deep into scripture, uncover the powerful truths that will help you rise above your limitations and embrace your full potential. We're here to equip you with the tools you need to conquer life's challenges. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Delve into the visceral world of hip-hop with the Gangster Chronicles, hosted by MC8 and Big Steel. It's every Thursday, a podcast that aims to unravel the intricate tapestry of one of music's most influential and misunderstood sub-genres, Gangster Rap. Let's go. Gangster Chronicles unpacks the evolution of this uniquely American art form, offering listeners a comprehensive understanding of the significance this genre holds. Listen to the Gangster Chronicles on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Jordan Gonsalves, and I'm a journalist. Join me on my new podcast, But We Loved, where queer elders recount the amazing history they've lived through. In the middle of Wall Street, they stopped traffic. They were doing a die-in. And in the process, share little gems of wisdom for the next generation. The key is to understanding yourself, learning to love and embrace yourself. You can listen to But We Loved on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.